Welcome back to the Tribal Brand Podcast. I am you, Winton, also known as Batman. I hope everything is going well for all you folks out there in podcast land. I'm doing fantastic. Started a new job. I'm really not a job jumper, but for some reason I felt a need to move on. And I did, and everything is wonderful. And just yesterday I found out that my old employer, and I'm going to say their name, Quadrant Homes, are running an ad for new superintendents. Isn't that amazing? Just a few months ago they laid a bunch of us off, saying there's not enough work, and all of a sudden now they need superintendents. I hope they go down. I hope their ship sinks Word on the street is they are micromanaging their superintendents now, so they're quitting. They're like, man, we're grown men out here, and you're sending a young buck out here to tell us how to do our position, how to do our job. So, whatever, dude. A couple guys said, hey, man, you should apply. No, I'm good. They couldn't afford me now. Now I'm a little too expensive for quadrant homes. They suck balls anyway. I mean, how am I not qualified to do my job? Just last year alone, I made over $12,000 in bonus money. Now, what does that tell you? That tells me I'm not doing a half-assed job. I'm doing a pretty decent job. I'd give myself at least a B. Maybe a B plus. But who knows? Anyway, so much for that. I won't be losing any sleep over that. That's for shell. So I hope everything is well for everyone out there in in the uh, world. Today I'm going to discuss a couple of different things. Um, One of the first things I want to talk about is May 5th. Now, May 5th is not only for the Hispaniards. It's not just for Cinco de Mayo. It is, in fact, the National Day of Awareness for missing and murdered indigenous women and girls. Now, this is something that is very, very important to all American Indians and should be important to all people in general, but typically it's not. You see, a lot of these women are forgotten. A lot of these women and children, they are not even on the radar. But they have done a survey from 71 cities across the United States of America. And what they found is 506 women and girls who have either gone missing or murdered or what have you. 506 in 71 cities. You do the math. That's only 71 cities across America. They're not even talking about Canada. It sickens me and saddens me. Every time I turn on the news, there's some big news agency or the media is covering a story where a Caucasian female or Caucasian child has gone missing and everybody's freaking out. It's national news, man. National news. What happened to so-and-so? Where are they? Oh my God, they're missing. They've been missing. Nobody pays attention to the indigenous women and children of this country and Canada. And the whole thing is, 71% of us are living in the cities. So all this crime and all that's not just happening on the reservations where a lot of the victims are victims of from their own family. I've seen it. I've witnessed it. 
My mother was raped by her adopted dad. My sister was raped by her step-grandfather. My little sister was raped by her uncle. Two out of the four sisters that I have were molested and raped. Luckily, they weren't killed. Luckily, they didn't disappear. Part of the problem, too, is the alcoholism and the drug addiction. Society forgets about the people who are quote-unquote prostitutes. They don't care about them. They're throwaway people. That's the way society looks at them. And part of the problem, too, is that a lot of these indigenous women, some of them aren't registered, or I should say enrolled, because when registered is insulting to some people. It means the same thing, man. Don't get all bent out of shape and twisted. Oh, and I did forget that my 80-year-old grandmother was raped by her own great-grandson. Yes, Adeline Smith was raped by her own great-grandson. He got a couple years in prison, and then he was out on the street. I mean, how do you rape and beat an 80-year-old woman and get a couple years? It just doesn't make any sense to me. But that's our system. That's the way our system works. See, that whole incident began because my grandmother had taken $2,500 out of the bank that day. And this boy's mother, Denise, my cousin, sent him over to take that money. That was the whole thing. They were just going to steal her money. That's one thing. Steal her money. But then to rape her and beat her at the same time? There are people doing life in prison because they got caught with a bag of weed or an ounce of cocaine. Life. And he gets a couple of years. I don't even know how he lived through those years in prison without getting his ass beat to death. If I'd have known anybody in prison at the time, it might have been a different story for that boy. Anyway, this is just one family. This is just my family. Think about the thousands of other incidences in families all across North America that go unreported, unchecked. Just swept under the carpet, man. Washington State is second on that list with 71 indigenous women and girls who are victims, who are murdered, who are raped, who are missing. And believe this right here, 45 in Seattle alone. That's just Seattle, man. One city. Portland's not on the list. Why not? What's up with that? Portland's probably about the same. Or maybe even worse... They don't consider Portland a Indian community. What? That's ridiculous. There are even several cities that don't even... The, the, the enforcement, the law enforcement, doesn't even have a record of it. Gallup, New Mexico has 20. Billings, Montana has 17. Omaha, Nebraska, 16. Seattle, 11. Anchorage, Alaska, 9. And the list goes on and on and on and on where the police don't even have a file on it. These people are just missing. In some cases, the jurisdictions are all screwed up. If it happens on the reservation, that makes it a federal thing. And we all know that the, the FBI, they got bigger and better fish to fry, if you know what I'm saying. If any of you get an opportunity to watch a movie called Wind River, that's just one incident. That movie will bring you to tears if you have any kind of emotions or any kind of feelings about people in general. Let us not forget that American Indian people 
are people. They have families, they have loved ones, they have mothers and fathers, daughters, sisters, brothers, all that good stuff, man. And a lot of times we lose our way, we lose our path. But that doesn't mean that we are throwaway people, that we are garbage, that we are no good. Our indigenous women and girls mean something to somebody. They are somebody's mothers, daughters, aunties, cousins, sisters. Society needs to wake up and smell the coffee and understand that these human beings need to be recognized. They need to be found. One way or another, we need to find them. Some that are dead and their bodies are just out there somewhere. That's that's heartbreaking to me. It should be heartbreaking to anybody who's listening to this right now. You should understand that many, many people are heartbroken and wrecked because they are missing one of their own. My challenge to you is this. On Monday, May 5th, all you women and girls, and even some men, if you can, wear red. Represent the indigenous women and children who are missing or murdered in this country and in Canada. I would also like anyone out there who is listening who had a family member murdered or who is missing to email me at uinton.elwa at the tribalbrandpodcast.com y-e-w-i-n-t-e-n dot e-l-w-h-a at the tribalbrandpodcast.com I'll mention their name, where they're from, when they went missing and tell me their story and I will relay that story across my podcast none of them need to be forgotten none of them will be forgotten we need to remember all of them doesn't matter their circumstance their situation where they came from what they did they all deserve better man they deserve more than that we need to do our best to find them some of them are out there no longer alive just out there somewhere buried or even just out there who knows what happens after you pass away who knows whether your spirit lingers and hangs around and just waits for somebody to recover the body we need to find them bodies too we need to find the missing some of them are out there addicted to heroin and drugs prostituting need to find them too and bring them home at least give them a shot some of them might not want to be found some of them might just be out there doing their thing that's cool too but we need to find them, at least have some closure and know that that's where they are. I could not even imagine what it would feel like to lose a child and not knowing where they are. It just freaks me out to even, I couldn't even process that. So my heart goes out to all you people out there who are missing your family members, who are missing your loved ones. Your daughters, your mothers, your sisters, your aunties, your granddaughters, your cousins. I'm going to keep repeating it because it needs to be repeated over and over and over again until somebody recognizes the fact that indigenous women and girls are our future. Man, I saw recently where the governor of Washington, Jay Ainsley, signed a bill into law that they're going to do a little better job or they're going to try harder. They're going to do something. They're going to train people 
I get it. Why wasn't this done years and years ago? I understand that, okay, we're finally going to do something, but man, why does it take so much to get something so easily fixed? Fixed, man. Better training. The FBI and all them boys are trained better for murders on the outside. It happens on the reservation, so what? It's not always on it. Like I said, 71% of us are here in the city. So it's not a jurisdictional thing all the time. Tribal law is tribal law. Let them handle it the right way. What about the old Indian way? Hmm? Let's deal with it like that. If some of these reservations have their own laws and their own ways of dealing with it, let them handle it. I mean, let's say 400 years ago, the tribal law was this. If you killed a woman or a girl, you were beheaded. And that's that. Well, if that law was enacted now, if somebody did this on reservation land, and that was the law 400 years ago, and the tribe is sovereign, they have their own laws, why can't they just do it their way? If that's the way that it was done, let it be done. But no, the Caucasian government has to always step in and say, no, this is not how it's done. Well, it should be done that way. In my opinion, I'm just saying, if you're found guilty of these crimes on the reservation, you should be handled accordingly. Not sent to a federal prison where you can have ice cream cones and and lattes. Okay? I mean, it's been proven where, let's say, a American Indian family calls and says, my daughter's missing, my child is missing. And a lot of times the response is this, oh, they probably just ran away. Like it's our fault. Like it's our fault our child is, they just ran away. I guarantee you that if this call comes from a Caucasian individual, the police are on it instantly, right away. You get a response in 30 seconds or less. It's like the Domino's Pizza Man. If I sound a little bit irritated or if I sound a little curt, is because I find myself getting a little bit riled up when I talk about it. Because it means something to me. It means something to us. And by us, I mean all the American Indian people in the United States and Canada who are still alive. Yeah, we're still here. Not going anywhere. Not going to do it. And I realize it's just not indigenous women and, and girls. It's all women and girls. fact of the matter is, it's an epidemic. But for right now, I'm just talking about indigenous women and girls. Because we're coming on that day, May 5th, 2019, where the whole nation should be aware. The whole world should be made aware. Now is the time. Let's not forget about the women of Hawaii, okay? There's indigenous people in Hawaii who are dead or missing or murdered. Women and young girls. Let's not forget that the United States took Hawaii from the Polynesians and made it their own. Yes, they did. But that's another story. I'm going to get off my soapbox now and stop preaching about the way I feel about things, but I am going to end you with this. I think that the United States of America needs to get more harsh with our laws for the murder of women and girls. Need to start executing these pathetic losers. See, a lot of times when Guys spend a lot of time in prison. They get used to it. They're like, oh, I can't make it out in this world because it's too hard. It's too difficult for me to 
survive. So I'm going to go commit crimes so I can go back to prison where I can get up and go have three hots in a cot, as it were. No, we need to become more diligent, more harsh with these guys. Who cares if they have to go sit in a cell for the rest of their life? I mean, they go to death row and they sit there for 12, 13, 14, 20 years. And finally, they might get executed. They might not. I mean, they get books to read, televisions to watch, food to eat. Sometimes they get a little job, make a couple bucks a day, whatever. In fact, I knew a guy in high school. He'd spent most of his teenage years in juvenile. And he went out and stole a car, went and found a police officer and pulled up behind him and says, Yeah, I just stole his car. I need to go back to jail. So he went back to jail. And that's where he spent all his teenage years. I don't know what happened to him. He's probably still in prison or maybe dead. I don't really care. But he had already been institutionalized. That's where he wanted to be. And you get these guys that are locked up in isolation for years at a time. And then you get the bleeding heart saying, Oh, it's cruel and unusual punishment. We can't do that. You can't treat him like an animal. He is an animal. That's what he... He's... He's an animal. He's a savage. He's a beast. You remember that guy who they planned on hanging up here in Washington State a few years back, probably 10 years ago? He was overweight. He was huge. He was fat. And he was going to court, and it went all the way to the Supreme Court of Washington because he was saying that he was so fat that if they hanged him, it would snap his neck and his head, his whole body would separate from his head. Who cares, man? So we didn't hang him because it was cruel and unusual punishment. He murdered two bank tellers at point-blank range. Just killed him. So they sentenced him to death, but it was overturned a couple times because he was fat and he didn't want to get hanged because it was a risk of decapitation. Oh, poor thing. Pathetic and sickening. At the time, that was the law of execution in Washington State. Death by hanging. Because this guy gained 200 pounds in prison, we don't hang him because he's a fat bastard? That's bullshit, man. Should have hanged his ass. So he ends up dying in prison at the age of 51 because he's got liver disease. So we had to feed his fat ass for the 20 years that he was in prison. And then we had to bury him or whatever we had to do with him. Scourge on society, man. People like that. If you're sentenced to death in this country and you are no doubt guilty beyond any freaking doubt, any re- forget the reasonable doubt, you know that he did it. He was definitely the guy. Execute him. Be done with it. You did the crime. That was the law at the time. You should have hanged. I mean, Abe Lincoln didn't have a problem hanging those 38 Indians over there in Minnesota back in the 1860s, did he? No, they just hanged him right in the street. I mean, what's the difference, man? Was it because he was white and fat? Or is it because the federal government, or even the state government, is soft? Need to get more harsh. Now, I understand Abe Lincoln, he had his issues with the Indians because apparently when he was a little boy, some Indians were coming to take him away. They took one of his brothers or killed his brother or something. Something to that effect. But I will talk about Abe Lincoln one day, and it's not going to be pretty, folks. It's not going to be pretty. Abe Lincoln was a racist president. 
and what they're teaching in school about Abe Lincoln, meh. Yeah, he freed the slaves, or he had a part in that, but that was going to be done eventually. There's no way that he should be getting all the credit for that. I think he's most popular for being assassinated while he was at the theater by James Wilkes Booth. Yeah, I remember in elementary school them making a big deal out of him being assassinated, and I'm thinking to myself, hmm, bummer, man. Picked a bad night to go to the show. Anyway, I hope this podcast reaches you well, and I hope you all have a great week coming up. And let's not forget to wear the red on Monday, and let's not forget all these indigenous women and girls on Tuesday. Let's remember them every day. Let's bring this to a national level. Let's get it to the Congress of the United States of America, not just a state thing. needs to be a national thing. And for all them reservations out there, you have your laws, man. If you catch somebody murdering a woman or a child on your reservation, take care of business, if you know what I'm saying. And once again, the Seattle Mariners are losers. Five in a row, baby. Yeah, we knew that would happen. Okay, folks, I hope you all have a great week. And don't forget to email me at uwinton.elwa at the tribalbrandpodcast.com. Peace.